I'm Julie. I'm Amy, even though you can't really recognize me. And this is our special guest host, Kathleen Turner. <laughs> and it's time to pucker up. Hey. We're back. The reason that it took us so long to get back is because Amy sounds like this. Amy does sound like this. Amy has the plague. The plague is mostly gone. What the plague has done to Amy is what you're listening to in your ears right now. But I can breathe and I can taste things and I can smell things, which is, are all things that a week ago at this time were not happening. Yeah, you didn't have any Thanksgiving at all. No, which frankly is better than having Thanksgiving and not being able to taste it as far as I'm concerned. But I feel bad because you ended up not going to your mom's, which is normally your plan. Correct. And then you didn't even come over to my house, even though you were invited, because you couldn't taste anything. Right. I mean, it's not that I didn't love you or nothing, and not that they didn't appreciate the invite. But like I said, although, what's the point in having Thanksgiving if you can't taste it? I did say you can come over and get a plate to go. That's right, you did. But I still couldn't taste anything at that point. Because you were not allowed to stay here with your plague. <laughs> Correct. So Amy also had to miss um, teddy bear toss. I missed two home games and a teddy bear toss. Well, you were going to miss one of the home games anyway. No, I was going to go to Wednesday night and then and then go. But you were going to miss Friday night. Correct. So two home games and a teddy bear toss. But you were already Right. Whatever. You're breathing like Darth Vader in my ears right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> Have you been to the doctor? No. Oh, okay. Well, all right. So let's get into... Well, actually, Teddy Bear Toss was really great. Um, I want to talk about that really quickly because I ended up taking Miranda and we had a great time because bears started piling up at the bottom of the stairs where we were sitting and she went and threw herself in them and then almost drowned. Oh, no. Someone had to, like, physically pull her out. Um, so that was, we had a lot of fun. I'm just sad that you didn't get to go. Look, although I've done it once. Gone, She's never done it, so. Although if you had gone, oh. Miranda wouldn't have gotten to go. And that was not only her first teddy bear toss, but her first Hershey game, so. Oh, good. Well, I'm glad I gave her the opportunity. We did the whole circuit, you know, went in all the little stores, bought a hat, all that kind of stuff, you know. I saw her hat. Her hat was pretty slick. It was a good hat. So let's get into general news. There's a lot of stuff that's built up over the time Amy's had the plague, and just for the record, I had dental surgery earlier today. Oh, are you drugged up? I am not because it was just darn. Like this is like it's to make a long story short. I had um, a retained baby tooth that snapped in half two years ago. Didn't hurt, nothing like that. But it left a shard in my gum that finally erupted. So I went to get that taken out today, and it was so like refusing to come out that my dentist said I don't understand multiple times which is what you want someone who's digging in your mouth to say yeah no so she finally got it out it's this little like small shard of tooth but it was like I guess because of the length and shape of it was like super in there and then by the time I got home the 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 numbing agent was starting to wear off so it oh, felt no. like it felt like my gums were itching oh no which i would not recommend as a sensation to anyone because yeah no when do you ever actually want to scratch your gums never all right wouldn't recommend it uh avoid if possible i don't know if that was like my physical reaction to the i have never heard of such a sensation the like numbing agent or whatever like novocaine or whatever they injected in there but 
it itched. Dude, that, you know, that might be like a weird kind of allergy that you might want to. I don't even know if it was like, or if it was like just the specific type of pain in the location registered as itching. Could be. Whatever, I went to sleep. Uh, worth, and now my yeah, jaw. Worth mentioning the next time you get work done. My jaw kind of aches from just having my mouth jacked open for 45 minutes while they try to pry the motherfucker out of there. Anyway. Oh. Off topic, but I wanted to... Well, no, missing teeth is very on topic for a hockey <laughs> podcast. Yes, dental work. Extremely on topic for this podcast. Teeth are optional. That is and correct. this one definitely was. E said the teeth. So in general news, the NHLPA fired a grie- filed a grievance against Dustin Bufflin's suspension because obviously... So the whole story on that one was that he was taking personal leave because he wasn't sure he wanted to continue playing hockey and then he didn't show up for camp and so they suspended him and then he was like okay but this is like a hockey injury i'm like having to rehab this injury he had to have surgery on it and now the nhlpa has filed this grievance against uh the winnipeg jets so and i and the suspension in part is just a legal thing for cap space Right. But but Bufflin obviously wants to get paid, and I don't fucking blame him. Well, no, and the NHLPA is doing their job, so. I would like, yeah, they don't often do that. I would like to get paid for uh, having to have a tooth extracted, so I feel that. Right? (laughs) The Leafs finally fired Mike Babcock, and it came out that he's an absolute piece of shit. Well, yeah, Mike Babcock leafed it. Yeah, uh, so Mike Babcock, um, in addition to being a shitty coach, was actually a shitty human being. So immediately after he gets fired, the story comes out that um, in sixteen seventeen, when Mitch Marner was a rookie, and you know we don't like Mitch Marner around these parts, but it makes sense why we, he wouldn't take anything less than $11 million now. Oh, yeah, not. I mean, totally. Like, if you wanted me to stay around that dick, you would have had to pay me. Basically, what Babcock did, I would say alleged, but other players have corroborated it. Yeah, and and I would I would continue to use alleged and say emotional abuse, alleged emotional abuse of Mach Mourner. Basically, what he did was asked Mitch to rank the rest of the team from the ones who worked the hardest to the ones who worked the least. And while I feel like that is probably maybe an effective learning tool as a coach for you to see what your rookie thinks the other players on the team are doing, what is not an effective coaching tool is to then bring Mitch and the people he ranked the lowest into a room and say, hey, Mitch thinks you don't work hard enough in front of Mitch. Well, and allegedly, he originally had himself last on the list. And... Babcock said, no, there's others. Like, And made him put Naz and who else was it? I can't remember who else it was. I can only remember Naz because Naz was like, yo, what the fuck? This is not cool. Right. But there's worse. Like. Because after this came, comes out Bab, about Babcock, Akeem Ailu tweets about Bill Peters. And he, he's like, basically, hey, you think Babcock was a shady coach? Let me tell you a story. Here's this coach that called me uh, racial slurs in the locker room when I was in the AHL. And 
in um, front of a in front of the team. In front of the not team. just in the locker room, but like and people because of the context, people are trying to play this off. Oh fuck off! And it was very. I'm sick of you listening to this inward music. Blah blah blah. Whatever. But here's the thing: when you say that in front of a black man to a black man, calling that person that thing. The people who make that music and the person who has that skin color as well. It is not directed at the music. And I told and I said on Twitter, as soon as I saw it, I said, where is the first person who's going to make the oh, well, he was calling the music that not Ilu. And I was and what did I see immediately after that? About 700 people saying that exact same thing, including Bill Peters. I was just going to say, were they all named Craig? Most of them. Bill Peters even said, I'm sure no, no, he did. No, no, I wasn't saying it to him. I was frustrated. You say things you don't mean in frustration. When you say words like that, that means they are already in your vocabulary to say. Like a drunk person who says what they mean when they're drunk, like Mel Gibson being anti-Semitic while drunk, those things are already in your vocabulary to say. Well, that's right. And that's why he never really apologized for it either. No, he didn't apologize to it. He made a statement that was supposed to be a quote unquote apology. But what it actually was, was an excuse because he said, I said this. I was frustrated. I was talking about the music. I was not talking about him. That's an excuse. That's not an apology. You did what you did. Own what you did. You got fired for it. Um, Frankly, I don't know. And and. I'm sure I'm not the first to say this, but I don't know why he hadn't gotten fired to begin with. Like, it's not like he's a great coach. Exactly. Well, and then, of course, Calgary fans were like, yo, we get Mike Babcock now. Oh, sure, you want your... Like, and Bill Peters did not just get fired because of this incident with Akeem Alou. No. This Um, was their reason to get rid of him. It was part of the reason to get rid of him. Because in addition to Akeem Alou, he had kicked... Michel Michel Jordan and um, just say Michael Jordan. That's what everybody else says. It's not though. (laughs) Michel because he's Czech and Uh. other and he had kicked this guy in the back on the bench and punched other players in the head on the bench. This is corroborated by not only Eddie Lack who had seen this happen and. He was, Eddie Lack was really funny about it on Twitter. He's like, just close the whole fucking NHL. But also by Rod Brindamore. So now you can't say, oh, well, this is just little precious snowflakes. You're going to tell Rod the bod that he's a a special snowflake now? Yeah, no, no ain't nobody going to tell nobody that. So Bill Peters was not fired by the Calgary Flames. They managed to convince, to force him to resign, which is... That's a technicality. Which is that a lot probably of has to do with, upset. with how much of his contract can go with him and all that other good shit. Right. But yeah. A lot of people were really upset that he was allowed to resign, but that's purely from a legal standpoint. They don't want to keep paying him money. Mm-hmm. Some stuff also came out about Mark uh, Crawford, who is a assistant coach in... The Blackhawks? Yes. Organization? And then, of course... Robin Leonard gives this long interview to The Athletic that I haven't read because I refuse to subscribe to The Athletic um, about how we need to stop cancel culture and people do things that they 
grow out of and they change and blah, 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 whatever. And basically coming for Daniel Carcillo, which I am not here for because Daniel Carcillo busts his ass. Yes, he does. Trying to help people now. And he, and the thing I like about Daniel Carcillo is after Leonard said this and he's like, listen, I don't have a problem with Robin Leonard. I know what I did. I know that I was a shitty person and I, yeah, he owns it. I accept that. I own that. I'm growing. I'm changing. I'm trying to make things better. And his suggestion was that coaches who have done these things do the same, need to start getting out in front of the shit that they've done, own it, grow, learn, change. But people who do these kind of things don't want to do that because you kept seeing like, here's this, here's one thing that I saw was whatever the fuck Ryan Reeves, brother's name is Jordan. Yes. Um, said that when he was 11 years old, he was undressing while a coach was speaking after a game and the coach grabbed him by the jock and pulled his jock off. And he's like, should the coach have been fired? Should the coach be fired now for that? And it really didn't get the reaction I think he wanted it to because everybody was like, uh, yeah. If he's still doing it to 11-year-olds, Why the fuck is he touching an 11-year-old's jock? You know, like, hello? Yeah, well, it's a culture. It's a culture that needs to change. Oh, yeah. But how fast does that happen? Does it happen? Rarely, if ever. I'm not throwing up my hands and saying, oh, nothing you can do. No. But... It has to change. It's going to be slow and difficult. You know, and some of, I guess... There's some controversy now with, well, they've pulled Mark Crawford away from the the Blackhawks organization while they investigate. But Brenda Moore's, what's the word I'm looking for, corroboration, has led to them going to Ron Francis, who was the GM at the time, who says, yeah, I knew about it. I reported it to the proper... You know, to management, it got dealt with. It didn't happen again. Meanwhile, management to him at the time was the owner, who was not the owner they have now, is Peter Carmanos, who was the owner of the Whalers and a piece of shit human being. Yeah. Um, who basically said, I don't know her. When they asked him about it, he's like, well, I, I, I don't remember. It could have happened. And, like, the thing is, then the NHLPA comes out and is like, players should follow the should go through the PA. proper and- protocol instead of tweeting. Why? Because you're going to do something about it? Because you've done so much about it in the past? Again, like, a lot, and, and so much of this is just let's have a lawyer put a, a sentence or two together on for everybody and then have everybody distribute those legal sentences and then let's see what happens in the next round not because our society has become litigious as fuck it has but also because guess what gary's a lawyer yeah which i think is part of the problem we'll get to that and what's the message gary yep um speaking of people who got fired john hines got fired not because well, he did anything to anybody. Well, that we and know mainly of. because they didn't want him to get in front of my home crowd, crowd again and have people screaming at him for two and a half hours. Well, 
the devils are bad. And um, this was, and we're going to talk about, I don't know, I put it under highlights because I'm a bitch, but um, <laughs> the Sabres and Devils game, wherein the Sabres scored five goals in the first period and they were forced to pull Louis Domingue. But, like, the thing is, Heinz wasn't really the problem. Like, the Devils need a scapegoat. Like, the Devils well, fans want a scapegoat and they're blaming Heinz. And, yeah, he might be part of it, but they have no goaltending. The key, the team like they I named. I think it was on Puck Soup where Wish posited the question. So what we're really talking about here then is because the GM couldn't get goaltending, the coach got fired. Yeah, and that's basically what we're talking about. Should have got Keith Kincaid off waivers, dude. Well, and actually, Wish said in the next breath, he's like. I bet Keith Kincaid is breathing a deep sigh of relief now that he's down in the A. Listen. And they hadn't picked him up again because I'm sorry. Like, I don't care how much he liked who he played with or whatever. You don't want to do that. No. Keith, I mean, listen, two years ago, Keith put them on his back, him and Taylor Hall, and they carried them to the fucking playoffs. Yep. But last season, without Keith and Taylor, what happened? Julie, where's Taylor going to be playing by the end of the season? Not in New Jersey. No, I'm thinking Colorado. Please. Colorado doesn't have the money for Taylor Hall. You don't think? Mm-mm. You don't think if they say to him, Taylor, come run for the cup with us and we'll pay you next year? I don't think they even have the money to, like, I don't know what Colorado's cap situation is, but I don't think they can pay Taylor Hall. And I don't think Jersey retains salary on that. I mean, they might if they're just going to blow it all up anyhow. Boy, they thought they had it, but they didn't get a goalie. I don't, so... frankly, I don't think, I don't think PK is going to stick around either. No. If if the team is blowing is is going to blow it up, which sounds like they are, like they're going to try and get shit for Taylor and PK. They're going to try to bring back a haul, no pun intended. <laughs> Anyway, they named Alan. You know who? You know who else? I heard somebody say where Hall was going to end up. That made me chuckle. Please don't say Edmonton. That's what I heard. Never. I don't know if Taylor has a no movement clause, but I think Taylor Hall would leave the NHL and go to Europe before he would go back to Edmonton. That bad, eh? Dude, Taylor Hall fucking hated Edmonton. Yeah, but he he wasn't playing with with the McDrysidles. Connor was there. No, but but the the, the Drysidel part of the McDrysidel was not there. I don't know if he was or not. I don't think. I think he was still a youngin. I'd have to look it up. I'm and I'm not gonna. I don't care. Um. Anyway, so they name Alan Elaine Nasruddin interim coach. Thank you for saying that out loud. I never knew how to say that last name. Listen, we're guessing. But the thing is, so they played Vegas, and they were up uh, They were up 3-1 going into the third period, and they ended up losing 4-3. to So um, I started seeing, and this was after Hines was fired. So obviously the first tweets that I start seeing are fire Hines, because obviously yeah. nothing changed. And I don't understand what people expected to change because same goaltending. Well, you can change and, coaches and, all you want to, but if you don't have goalies, you're fucked. 
Well, and seeing really porous defense in front of goaltending, to be honest. I mean, yeah, you can have P.K. Subban all day, but when your captain is basically Brooks Orpik. Oy. I mean, no offense to Brooks Orpik or Andy Green, but the dude is old. I cut Kyle Palm- Palmieri from our fantasy team today. That's fine. I benched him. Well, we had to pull we had to pull better looking young Mika back into the active lineup. I'm sorry, Mika's what? still been on our bench. Mika started playing again last week. I know. Oh, you had plague. I, I had plague. So in order to do that I had to get rid of somebody and I said bye Kyle. Yeah, well I'd rather have Mika's the bandage ad over Kyle Palmieri anyway. Uh, and then another change to the Washington Capitals lineup. Chandler Stevenson was traded to Vegas. Chandler's to Nandler Stevenson. For a 2021 fifth round pick. I loved how fucking Caps Twitter was like, we better not get Ryan Reeves back. Please. Like, what kind of fucking hockey do you watch? Or maybe we'll get, who was it that said maybe we'll get Marcia so- No. Did they say Marcia so? And I was like, again, that had young to child. Been, was that a joke? That had to have been a joke. Because no, I know I people, saw people tweet about Ryan Reeves, but it was a joke. No, there were people who were who like thought we were going to seriously get like a person back for no Chenandler. We were gonna. We were always like, listen, we got a bag of pucks for Marcus Johansson. We're getting a moldy bologna sandwich for Chandler Stevenson. Yeah, like what part of salary dump do you not understand? It's not even a good like, bologna sandwich. Yeah, you don't get people it's back for salary bologna. dumps. Lemon and bologna is some good shit. It's moldy bologna sandwich. And it's store brand bologna. Ew. Ew. It's not even Oscar Mayer. It's store brand. And the little red uh, string thing around the outside still on it. Oh, no. Oh, oh don't. <laughs> That's horrible flashbacks to childhood. Um, and it's got Miracle Whip. Ew. And store brand craft singles, too. Ew. Like, first of all, I don't like Miracle Whip or mayonnaise or anything on a, anything and cheese. Like, the cheese part of that takes care of it for me. Listen, here's the sandwich we got for Chandler Stevenson. Uh-oh. Moldy Wonder Bread. Store brand bologna that's still got the string on it. That's past date. <laughs> store brand American singles that are a little crispy. Miracle Whip. Ugh. Don't make me get the plague again. It'll be a different kind of plague. <laughs> it will. It will be. The, it will be a tummy plague, but it'll be a plague. Um. Yeah. No. It's store brand I mean, Miracle Whip too. Salad dressing. Ugh. Uh. <laughs> Gross. I'm glad I'm sick so I can make these kind of noises that I can't normally make. Um, it's better get across. Now look, you know we had our fun with Chandler. I listen. But, I love Chandler. I think he's a great person. But the hockey, though, right? So Vegas can have him. He can get his first little goal with Vegas against the Jersey Devils. Yes, I don't know if you like, saw that. Like, listen, everybody thought it was like, oh, of course he scored his first game with. All right, guys. It was Jersey. Calm down. Yo, it might as well have been an empty net with nobody else on the ice. Um, Especially because 
Yeah, Mackenzie was in net, but he played the night before. They pulled him. I mean, they pulled Deming after that five-goal period against Buffalo. No, well, yeah, they did, didn't they? Um, you, you gotta do that. You don't. I mean, you don't, but you kind of gotta. Um, you gotta do something, and there's not much left that you can't do, except throw somebody out there to fight. And who are you gonna do that listen, with? The Devils. Listen, Buffalo, not. Wayne Simmons is on the Devils. What do you mean? Who are you going to throw out there to fight? Yeah, but he old. Wayne Simmons, Miles Wood. Yeah, but he too pretty. Blake Coleman. Okay. Miles Wood is not too pretty to fight. Remember when Miles? But Wood I don't want to somebody fight? to well, fuck uh, up his face. Remember that time that Miles Wood was going to fight Alex Ovechkin? And Julie almost lost her shit. And y'all were going to have to literally clean me up off of the floor. Yep. Me. Well, see, you weren't <laughs> you weren't watching the other night. When your dad co got butt ended, and I don't care what anybody tells me, he got butt ended. He got butt ended, and immediately Ovi went over to Kane. Oh yeah, no, I, I saw was like, that. Whoa. I saw the video, and it was like Wilson shows up, but then Ovi shows up, and it's like, oh shit, Evander Kane about to die. <laughs> yep. We're gonna talk about that. Let's get into yep. what's the message, Gary. Because it's a lot. I'm going to leave out this Oscar Sundquist one because it's been so long I can't fucking remember it. But I want to talk about the Colorado and Vancouver one. Oh, yes. Because it's going to set the stage for everything else we're going to talk about in this post-Spitgate America. Um, The rest, Um, Matt Calvert took a puck to the face. Correct. I mean, do we want to, like, set the stage with Hathaway or reset the stage with Hathaway? Because this happened... In the middle of that, so we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk about this. We're gonna set the stage with this, and then we're gonna talk about Spitgate, and then we're gonna talk about everything else. And I'm gonna leave out the Sunkist one because I don't remember what it was, other than oh, I do remember what it was. But let's start with Colorado and Vancouver. Okay. Rev, uh, Matt Calvert took a puck to the face and was down on the ice, bleeding from the head, while play continued around him for a very very long time. Now, the rules say that your team must take possession of the puck before play can be blown dead, which is fucking stupid. But the rules also say if the ref deems someone seriously injured, play can be blown dead immediately. Is a man bleeding from the head not seriously injured? He is, in my non-medical opinion. However, I would think... That blood on the ice is a serious injury. And everybody will say, oh, but then there's a slippery slope because what prevents them from acting like they're really hurt? Blah, blah, blah. Um, are you they, do, they do that all the time, though. Do you think that players are going to get out there and start blading like this is a fucking tables and chairs match? No. I mean, a ref should be able to tell the difference between a bleeding player and a non-bleeding player. And, I mean, you can say to an extent... That players pretend they're more hurt than they are all the time. Yeah, it's called diving. Yeah. Or but this you know, was laying, not diving. Laying there, laying there a couple extra seconds hoping for the whistle. It happens all the time. They rarely ever get it. So I don't know what the big deal is like with this slippery slope bullshit. Yeah. Basically, it's Craigs who don't care about players' livelihood and well-being. Is what it boils down to. You know, the huge. Now... Spitgate. Yo. What ha- happened was... And that's a good way to start Spitgate. 
the Washington Capitals were playing the Anaheim Ducks. They're going to be doing that again in less than 24 hours. The Anaheim Ducks fucking suck. Yeah, they do. human beings, typically. Except for Devin Shore. I'm sorry, Devin Shore. You don't deserve this. You don't deserve to be an Anaheim Duck. Quack, quack, quack. And neither does Adam Henrique. I won't tar him with this brush. So, I don't know. Some dumb shit happened. Some cross-checks were thrown. Typical hockey bullshit. Chandler Stevenson scored a goal in the middle of it, which was pretty fucking weird. Because everybody had gone behind the net to fight. And nobody mentions that either. Everybody had gone behind the net to fight. We're chucking middies and sucking titties, bro. And the ref... Dude, and, and like, it gets replayed and replayed and replayed. And, like, all of hockey world is talking about Spitgate. And nobody says, oh, by the way, look at that puck going in there. Yeah, we didn't even know that the goal was going to count, you know? Because the refs were, like, breaking up the fight. And listen, they were already doling out penalties before they decided if the goal was going to count. It was like, hold up. All right, so... I think Toronto decided it, but yeah. So they're breaking up these fights behind the net, and all of a sudden, one of the fights restarts with a vigor. And Amy had a different experience of this than me because it was on her end of the ice. Yeah, but I didn't... I couldn't... It was hard for me to see the spitting. I didn't know there was spitting until Wes said, you know, here are the things that were doled out, and there was a... A match penalty, or not a match, not a match penalty. Yeah, a match penalty. Was it? Yeah. Isn't it something else when you get an automatic suspension? Because no, um, it's a match penalty. I'm pretty sure. Well, then how come when when Kane got his match penalty, he didn't get automatically suspended for a game? He did. There's he got not just, he got three games for hitting the ref. No, 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 no. I'm talking about just when he got his fine. That was a match penalty. There's something else. No, that was a misconduct. Oh, a game misconduct. That's what it was. Okay, it's different. Never yeah. mind. Match penalty, game misconduct, and regular misconduct, different things. That's So this was a match penalty. I literally had to look up what a match penalty was because I didn't understand what a match, what how a match penalty differed from a misconduct. A misconduct. So, yeah, and that's the difference. Yeah. Um, so a match so yeah, penalty. And, and then Wes said, for spitting, and all of Capital One Arena went, whoop. We're like, huh? Like, audibly. And you're like, you can't do that. And so we're sitting there, and none of us saw it, because you'd have to be, like, right down there to see it. And the first video that we see, we see the spit, and we're like, oh, no, you can't do that. That's fucked up. What the fuck, bro? But then we see the longer clip where you see the sucker punch that is directed right into Garnet's face. And then, at which case, we were all like, oh, okay, yeah, you're right. You know, like that gif of that guy who goes to the penalty box and he's protesting, and then he sees the replay and he's like, oh, yeah, no, I did do that. Pretty much. It's that. So, Garnet Hathaway has a hearing for Spitgate. And, um... Please note that, the, and this is a lawyer, the lawyer thing, that this is not handled by Department of Player Safety. It's handled by NHL operations. So this is very much more what's the message, Gary, than literally anything else listed here. Well, yeah, because I, I there is a rule in the rule book about spitting, yes? Yes. So why isn't it? Okay, so my question then is, it's not handled by the Department of Player Safety. 
why was the suspension given based on intent to injure? Who knows? The only things in the rule book considered worse than spitting are attacking a fan or spectator is what it says and calling someone a racial slur. One I mean, of which I agree is assault, with one of them. Yeah. Like literal assault because it's no longer in the confines of a hockey game. And one of which, yeah, you probably ought to get fucked up for. Well, you know why the the, the assaulting a fan is in there, right? Because of Mike, um, oh. no. Milbury, Milbury. Yeah, beating up people with his shit. That's what he did. Okay, the rule book says spitting can result in a game misconduct and the commissioner can decide to impose supplementary d- discipline. Um, it's listed with only racial slurs and striking a spectator. It's carved out know. as a hockey ops issue, so it isn't beholden to Department of Player Safety's rubric or precedent. The player, wait, whoa, excuse me. Consider my fucking mind blown. Player safety has a rubric. Do they use it? Listen, this was explained to me literally by a lawyer yesterday. Shout out to Cowgirl Bebop on Twitter. Yay. Member of the Black Girl Hockey Club. Yay. Shout out to the Black Girl Hockey Club. Yay. Who, honestly, I really wanted to have someone from Black Girl Hockey come on the podcast and talk about Akeem Ailu and all of this racial slur bullshit. And I fully understand why they probably didn't want to because I'm sure they're exhausted. I, I talked to Fatu about it. Fatu's like, I am tired. I bet. Well, that's because, and this is part of the problem, something like this happens. There are only like four or five places that the NHL or any other writers about the NHL can go to to ask for comment. You go to Wayne. You can go to PK, you can go to Evander, Ugh. you can go to Reeves. Oh, there's a you, there's a Kylington on the Flames is who they asked. Oh, Anson Carter. Sometimes they go to him. But here's the thing: um, they shouldn't now, be going to black players. They should be going to white ones and being like, "Hey." I understand that, but now they're like, "Ooh, there's this black girl hockey club out there. Let's let's talk to them." Yeah. So I mean. I understand not wanting to talk about it anymore because, like, but also white people are fucking stupid and shouldn't right have the right to talk about it. I don't know. I feel bad because I, like, I want them to be able to talk about it and I want to give them a platform to talk about it because but I'm white presenting, you're white. Exactly. Presenting, passing. I'm female presenting, white passing. So you know all the terms. I'm just white. I forgot what we were talking about now. We were talking oh, about... Spitgate. So, he was suspended three games for spitting on someone and is called intent to injure. So now, in post-Spitgate America... Spitting is intent to injure someone. So this Oscar Sunfist one, I can't remember if this happened before or after Spitgate, but this is the one where he goes behind the net and he nails... John Gibson. Yes, but I do remember that now. He gets he got fined for it, and like Sunfist is a dirty player, but this play is really splitting hairs because it's pretty clear that he's trying to avoid hitting Gibson the entire play. He's just going too fast. 
he overestimates how big he is, like a very fat cat, yeah. and cannot slip between Gibson and the boards and ends up hitting Gibson in the trap. So it's 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 a penalty. It's a goaltender interference penalty, one of three, and um, <clears throat> but I don't think it should have been a fine. Well, depending on how dastardly it looked in real time. But in the replays, it didn't... But here's the thing. To fine him for it, you're not looking at it in real time. You're looking at replays. You're looking at it slowed down. You should be able to look with your special eyes and see the intent there, since things are going off of intent now. His intent was to slip behind Gibson like a cat, but his ass was fat and it didn't fit. Well, then there's this Ryan Reeves hit on somebody on fuck of Ryan Reeves. Yeah, fuck a Ryan Reeves. Where basically he hits this man 68 on the Calgary Flames. I don't know who the fuck that is. Um, he hits this man so hard that he falls down, but it is straight like upper arm slash elbow right into the face of this Calgary Flame. Not even a penalty. Nope. There is no doubt in my mind watching this that Ryan Reeves' intent was not to injure this man. You do Ryan not, Reeves' intent is always to injure. You do not raise your arm like that. He rarely has the intent to play hockey. Oh my god. Peter Mrazek tried to hit Joe Thornton and got punched in the throat. <gasps> oh no. Mrazek went down. By Joe Thornton or someone else? By Joe Thornton. Yo. Joe Thornton one punch. Dude, Joe's pissed. Joe's Joe's pissed from the other night still. Joe Thornton's got a chip on his shoulder. We'll talk about that though. Um then there's um Robert Bortuzzo on Victor Arvidson. He got four games for cross checking. This should have been way more than four fucking games. Because basically Bortuzzo comes in behind Arvidson and cross checks him in the lower back, which sent him what looked like to me face first into the crossbar. Then That's after what it looked like to me he too. sees he's getting the penalty, he brings his stick down again into Arvidsson's back. So Ar- now Arvidsson's out four to six weeks, but was this intent to injure? Did you add also fuck Bennington on here? Or did I? I did. I did. <laughs> I couldn't remember. I was like, I think Amy did that, but it could have been me. No, because you know what he did after that, right? No. So, okay, he goes face first into the crossbar, mm. drops. He's on his stomach. Bortuzzo says, oh, well, I'm fucked anyway. Gives him a couple of swats. Kid gets up. Swats. Well, all right. Gives him two more cross checks. Hard. Kid gets up. Turns around to skate away. Bennington cross checks him in the back. You know what? Fuck, fuck Jordan Bennington, honestly. Yeah, exactly. Fuck the St. Louis Blues as a whole. Anyway, so how is that only four games? That could not be... And considering his history. Considering Considering Bortuzzo's history, but also knowing that a penalty was already getting called and doubling down on it. Yeah. That, That should be like double intent to injure. Therefore, double your pleasure, double your freaking suspension. I like looking at this list now. In post Spitgate America, um, Alex Kerfoot gets two games for boarding Eric Johnson. I imagine they're not friends anymore after this. But um, that was ugly. Did you see that? 
I didn't see it. Like, EJ's pretty far from the boards, and Kerfoot just gets him, like, real hard from behind. Kerfoot? Kerfoot. It's Kerfoot. Kerfoot. Gets him real hard from behind, just sends him down and just face first into the goddamn boards. And I don't know if you know this, but EJ is made of glass. Yeah. Like, he's a real good defenseman made of glass. I mean, he pretty. I'm sorry, EJ? Are we Isn't talking he? about the same Eric Johnson? Is it Colorado Eric Johnson? Yes. He kind of pretty. Mm, no. Uh, right. You go talk to Lindsay about this. I am not having this conversation anymore. Y'all take your hoggles off. Okay. Um, then, because fuck the Tampa Bay Lightning. And let's talk about the Tampa Bay Lightning for a minute because... I am fucking tired of the Tampa Bay Lightning. And yelling, oh wait! That, look, I don't even want to bring that up because that's kind of like a fun thing. It is. But I did Tampa it when Bay I had no voice the other night. are the dirtiest goddamn team. Fucking hell. So, first of all, and to throw this back to last time, um... Vladimir Sabotka from the Buffalo Sabres had to have surgery on his knee after getting low-bridged by either Victor Hedman or uh, Nikita Kucherov. Might as well be the same man. I don't know which one is which. I've stopped trying to figure it out. Hmm? Nick Tor Hedorov. Yeah, him. Um, and then Eric Chernak elbows Rasmus Dahlin in the head. Actually, it would be better if he were Kuchman. Anyway. Nick Tor Kuchman. Kucherman. Yeah, there you go. Nick Tor Kucherman. Um, anyway, so Eric Chernak elbows Rasmus Dahlin in the temple. Where have I seen that before? And then mm-hmm. uh, Dahlin's got a concussion. Chernak has a phone hearing and only gets suspended two games. Is that intent to injure? Because it sure as fuck wasn't a hockey play. Is giving a man a concussion now less dangerous than spitting on someone? Apparently, Julie. Apparently. Coupled with... So, Chernak gets two games suspended, and then he's been back two games. They're playing the Predators. He throws an elbow to Daniel Carr. It's... And, like, okay. So, Ryan Johansson's getting five 5K for elbowing Braden Point and getting ejected from the game. But, honestly, to me, I looked at... I watched it several times, and it looked like it was accidental. Like, it's like a... It's one of those, like, reverse check things where, like, body parts fly into things. And then people get in trouble, and you're like, how is that literally the guy whose back you ran into's fault? But, um... So, he gets 5K for that. Like, whatever. Um... I don't think it was intended. It looked accidental to me. But this elbow that Chernak threw into Daniel Carr was so much worse. It's literally the exact same thing he did to Darlene, which he was suspended for two games ago. He's been back two games. What's the message, Gary? Because he doesn't even get a penalty for it this time. I don't know. There's, I mean, once again, we're going to say this until I get my voice back. There's no consistency anywhere about anything. And I said yesterday, I was like, dude, I don't want to be that guy. But it feels like sometimes the league is out to get the caps. And I don't want to be that guy, but... I mean, I would say Tom Wilson specifically and not the caps in general. But think of the headshots that, like, Oshie and... And Kuznetsov's concussions from last season and the 
the men who applied them got nothing. Those were during playoff games. Those were during playoff games that weren't. No. No? No. Was it one of them? No. All right. They were early in the season. One was against Uh, Winnipeg. Okay. All right. Look, the older you get, the more your memory fucks it. Lowlights. We just had a whole bunch, but. Yeah. Yeah, we already talked about Garnet Hathaway. Ovi hit Jonathan Druan. It was a good, it was a clean hit, but Habs were mad because Druan was injured, but you can actually go back and you can see where Druan got hurt, which was at the end of the third period. He played, and the OB hit was at the beginning of the first. Verona scored his first shootout winner in that, so maybe it's not a low light after all. Um, <clears throat> the Caps played the Rangers, and that was embarrassing. Womp, womp. Was that worse? Because there were just times where, like, oof. Man, and I hate to say... It was not fun to watch at all. I hate to say negative things about Jonas Siegenthaler, but... Yo. That was maybe the worst game he's ever played for this team. Was that... Did we put our backup in goal for that one or no? I don't remember. I can't remember if my boyfriend fucked that one up or not. Do not remember. Have blocked it out. Right. Um, we also played the Canucks and ended up losing in overtime. And Jay Beagle didn't even play the game. So, but he met Captain. He did. It was great. Um, the highlights. Captain. We played the Bruins, and I didn't watch it because I was in Buffalo. Yay! We played the Panthers and won in overtime thanks to Tom Wilson. We played the Lightning, and they continued to be shit weasels. Wait, no, this is a different Panthers game. This one we won. Um, in regulation. I believe so, yes. Yeah, I was thinking of the one before that. This one we won in regulation. Well, then this is a different Bruins game. Am I losing my mind? I, it could very well be. I don't know anything about these games anymore. We waited too long to do this. I know. Um, Caps Panthers was the one before Thanksgiving. Caps um, Panthers was the one that went to a shootout. The long shootout. Longer than usual shootout. That we lost, I think. Why did I put that in highlights then? I don't know. No, Canucks was the one that went to the super long shootout. Oh, okay. Because Bo Horvat won it. Oh, that's fucking right. That was Monday. That was Sunday? Oh, God. Don't ask me days. No, Saturday. Because it was like 1230 game. Yes. And then Caps-Panthers was Wednesday before Thanksgiving, and I came home, and I was up until 3 a.m. making pie. Uh, pie. And um, we won in regulation, and we let Brett Connolly score on us, and that was rude. The Caps played the Lightning. They were shit weasels as per usual. But we still um, won. The Caps played the Red Wings, and that went like you expected because they were the Red Wings. Um, but there was no Madison Bowie. No, Madison Bowie was scratched. The Caps played the Sharks, and uh, let's talk about Joe Thornton's attempted chirping of Tom Wilson. There was an attempt. Because Joe Thornton made a critical mistake. So Joe Thornton, Tom Wilson, like, okay, start from the beginning. By the way, this is the battle of me- of of mental real estate right in here. But go on. So, uh, Evander Kane throws an elbow. No, I'm sorry. I refuse throws to throw a fucking an elbow butt end. Because it is his fucking butt end. Into Radko Gudis' face. And causes Gudis to fall into the boards. Go down to the quiet room. Upsets me greatly. Because that is my daddy. And and not in a sexual way. Don't take it that way. The man literally looks like my father. It's not sexual, people. It's really not. It's weird. For once. 
for once. The only man I'm going to call daddy in a sexy way, Hank Lundquist. Really? Yes. Yes. Anyway, um, fuck. So Evander Kane immediately gets Tom Wilson rolling up on him. Then he gets Ovi rolling up on him because Evander Kane's trying to die tonight. And um, he's being escorted off because you can't fucking do that. And um, he's hollering. And Tom Wilson's following him. And he's hollering. And uh, Joe Thornton, who thinks he's hard. Yeah, just starts like yelling from the bench. And Tom keeps yelling so back at him. And they're Thornton going back and forth. Like, Tommy, sit down. Tommy, sit down. Tommy, be quiet. Tom, Tommy, be quiet. Yeah. And uh, Tom Wilson's like, you're not my real dad. And uh, I imagine. And then Tom. That would uh, be the best chirp ever. Especially for Joe Thornton. <laughs> Shut up. You're not my real dad. You can't tell me what to do. Which is how I would react to Joe Thornton telling me to do something. If I were Tom Wilson. And, um his real dad's right there on the ice probably yelling just as much. Pretty I mean, Ovi. much. I'm absolutely talking about Ovi. Anyway, so Thornton then says... Something like, why didn't you fight Ryan Reeves? No, or Ryan okay. Reeves would put so, you to sleep? No, 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 no. He said Evander Kane would put him to sleep if they fought. And mm-hmm. Tom said something else, and Thornton said something about... Tom being scared to fight Ryan Reeves and Tom's like yeah well he was in the press box when I won uh, and I got a ring so that's pretty fucking great and I don't think Thornton said anything after that you know who has a ring Tom Wilson you know who doesn't Joe Joe Thornton Thornton. so maybe think things through before you start (laughs) chirping with uh, things like that there joe uh although it was a weak chirp i will say that a little shiver went down my spine when i heard tommy go well i'll go to ring because it reminded me of pittsburgh fans but like doesn't it turn, i know turn you on just a little bit to know that he just straight up said that to joe thornton's face <laughs> a little bit yes like i hate it because i don't want it ever to be like oh well i got a ring and you don't but also yeah like, fuck you, Joe. Like, I love Joe Thornton, but, like, fuck you, Joe. Shut the fuck up. We, yeah, all, know like, it's, Vander, it's, we all know Evander Kane's a piece of shit. Like, it's a damn shame that Joe Thornton doesn't have a ring, but also <laughs> Joe Thornton doesn't have a ring. Caps played the, I almost said the Lakers. <laughs> I was working last night. You know what? Whenever I see LAK, my brain reads it that way. LA Lakers? Yes. Um, so I was like working late last night and ended up watching the first two periods of the Caps game. And, um, uh, you know, it went pretty well, honestly. And apparently it would have been a shutout if, uh, if the kids didn't have kept track of himself. Yeah. Samson, I've got to learn how to handle the puck. Well, I think for now he's got to learn how to stay the fuck in the crease, but yeah. Listen, listen, look, you get good in your house. And then you get good away from your house. Just stay in your house. Stay in your house for now. You're little. You're kitten. You stay home. Ears on the side of his head. Tails a triangle. Um, Saber, I want to talk to you about the Sabres and the Devils. Because Danya and I watched this together over, over the internet. Oh, when was this? Uh, Monday night. Okay, so there was no us hockey. No. 
And, I might have uh, been dead to the world, but go on. Listen. Tell me stories. Sabres scored five goals in the first Oh, period. yes. I saw this the next day. I saw the score, and I was like, ooh. And they pulled. The Devils just didn't. They didn't have nothing, buds. Just fucking nothing, man. Oh, it, it's been. We haven't talked since we went see, to see the Devils have nothing against the Bruins, right? Did we talk about Brad? Which I can't yell now because my voice won't let me do it. Did we? I can't remember. I just tried to yell Brad and that's how Brad! Hey Brad! <laughs> I don't remember if we talked about that or not. I don't think we did. I don't think we've had we've done one of these since then. We made fun of we uh heckled Brad Marchand from From like five rows behind him. Yeah. Because and like for the entire last ten minutes of that game, we're just screaming Brad! Brad! Hey, Brad! Just anytime he was on the bench. All and the one devil- time when he was on the ice, his head turned around. Yeah, the Devils were, like, losing horribly, and we were bored. And- oh, oh, most of the arena had emptied out. Like, there were only Bruins fans left in the arena. So it's, like, Amy dressed in black and me wearing a Heritage jersey, Devils Heritage jersey, just yelling, Brad! Hey, Brad! And the Devils fans were fucking, or not Devils fans, the Bruins fans were fucking dying. But also that was the game where the guy was saying homophobic shit right behind me and I almost had to, like, kill him. Oh, that's right, which I didn't hear. I'm glad I didn't hear it. I might have. He said, um, what did he say? It involved an F-slur and how everyone wearing red was the F-slur. And I was like, oh, he was a Boston fan. So, surprise! Nah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then we'll play the Ducks tomorrow night again. And uh, we'll Spit Gate Part 2! Air Electric Spitaloo! Shut the fuck up. And, uh. Olympic rules in this shootout, boys. Order of shooters is me, 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 and then me again. I'm fucking TJ Yoshi. So, in Thylites! Yes. Did you see yes. Carlson's purple plaid suit? Please say you did. I did, yes, you made sure I did. I think I was with you. Or... Extremely good. Did you see Colin Wilson with Gabe's, uh, Gabe uh, Landeskog's dog? No. Super, super cute. Like, she's a very good dog, and it's just this dog basically in Colin Wilson's lap, and Colin Wilson's wearing his shorts, so it's peak highlights. Oh my. I also almost said Gabe Supporta because, yeah, sure, it's the holidays and I'm walking around with the Fuel by Ramen holiday sale song stuck in my head every fucking day. Shout, oh, out, shout out to Katie who now has it stuck in her head because I mentioned it. Let's talk about Movember. Let's. I fucking hate Movember mostly. It turns all the hockey players into pedophiles. I have listed Tom Wilson specifically. I mean, I don't know why they were comparing him to Tom Selleck. Other than they have the same first name. Listen, dude. Tom Wilson does that mustache every year, and it's horrible. Every year is like I told I told Sarah, who sits next to me at the game, she would literally cover her eyes every time it showed him on the screen. Okay, that's how horrible it is. And I'm like, every year he does it, and every year it's horrible. And she's like, yeah, it's like he doesn't want to get laid. And I'm like, listen, he's trying to get through No Nut November. He's taking it real serious. Dude, do you think the hockey players do that? No Nut November? No, absolutely not. 
Who, if you had to pick one hockey player who does it, who tries every year, tries his best, who would it be? You know who it would be? Who? Jack Bub Verona. No fucking way. I saw his naked yoga friend. His naked yoga friend? Oh, yeah. Uh-oh. Jake right. Verona posted a boomerang of this girl with doing yoga in his living room or like that she was doing yoga in his living room and she had like a blanket draped across her there's no way that girl wasn't naked oh my i refuse but what i fixated on is that he was eating those fucking bear bells bars and i was like oh jacob rana hates himself or listens to swedes oh well listen i have we talked about the bear bells bars on here and how they taste like chewing a lot I don't think so. They taste like chewing a lot. Oh, so like you get bad taffy at the shore? No. Or a different kind of chewing a lot? They just taste like chewing a lot. You're just chewing. Well, that's not good. They don't taste like anything. You're just chewing. Well, then what's the point of them? They're protein bars. Oh. So there's protein in them. They just don't taste like anything. Like, I thought there was something wrong with it, but no, that's just the, that's what it tastes like. Somebody literally was like, was it out of date? And I looked at the package and I was like, no, it just tastes like this. Congratulations, Marcus. That's self-flagellation. Oh, it's in the Marcus basket. Yes. Please. I said, and I said this to someone else was that, oh, because somebody else said to me, oh, was that in Jonas's basket? And I was like, no, he's a fat kid. He eats things that taste good. I mean, you ain't wrong. Please. I feel like, also, I feel like the Swiss have better cuisine than the Swedes on the whole. I feel like there's a lot of less pickled fish involved. Well, More cheese, think... less pickled fish. Somebody can feel free to correct me if I'm wrong, but currently, more cheese, less pickled fish. Well, the Swiss live further away from the water, yes? I have no idea. I did not... I skipped geography a lot when I was in college. I mean, I'm making my best guess, but that's what I'm going to go with. Am I Googling a map of the world right now? Uh, I am. Oh, yeah, they're landlocked. Oh, but they're further south. They're, like, by France, where there's good food. Yep. And Italy and Germany. More cheese! Less pickled fish, folks. I'm real, like, Swedish cuisine's real questionable. Um, yeah, anyway, the only thing that's that's near there is, is Lake Geneva, water-wise, and that's not for food. Did you see uh, Travis Konechny's uh, mustache, his Movember stash? I did not. It's like... Could he, could he grow one? It's like TJ Oshie's, but darker. Oh, oh. Also, I did notice um, today, or maybe it was yesterday, after, uh, like, TJ Oshie is now clean-shaven, and just has the smoothest face. Do you think he uses Lauren makes him use use products? Oh, I'm sure. And then of course I mean, whether he knows he's using them or not, he's using them. The best Movember stash. Brian Boyle. Uh, it's always Brian Boyle. He's got the he's got the old school going. Yeah. He just shaves off his, the bottom of his uh, goatee. Mm-hmm. Actually, now, no. if, somebody on the if Devils fucking... had a really good one, and I can't remember who it was now. Um, oh, um, shit. Nope, never mind, never mind, never mind. Pet- petition to bring back Dan Winnick only for the month of November. Yes. Because he's the only person that's good at it. Like, really good I at really, it. I really, like, would like to see Radko Gudis do it. No, you can't make him shave that beard off. 
Well, did you listen to the Between Two Blue Lines? And he's talking about did. how he's got like a lot of stuff. Well, I and learned stuff. that your dad wants to be a sheep farmer. I, I want to see Radko Gudis do it, but I also don't want him to shave because I like his beard the way it is. Additionally, I think it would be really funny if Jonas did it. But then I think to readjust everything, he'd have to go clean shaven. And that's not something I need to see. No. That's, no. A ten, that's a 10-year-old under there. Yep. Your dad, Co, is going to retire and become a sheep farmer in the hills somewhere. In the Czech Republic. Well, there you go. Um, do you want to do this? Matt. Thank you. I wonder if Ovi will take him to meet his sheep. His ship. His ship. He'll be a ship farmer. Do you want to do the hockey's as AI creative motivational posters? We can. Okay, so what happened was I stumbled upon an article located, um, or in which was located, a bunch of motivational posters that had been created by artificial intelligence. So they're sort of right, but not. And the more I read them, the more they reminded me of things you might want to say to or about a hockey. So what I'm going to do is, you know, because this is a podcast and you can't see them, read the motivational poster created by the AI. And then we're going to talk about what hockey might be applicable in whatever situation. The first one is try to tell yourself that you are horrible. What? <laughs> Try to tell yourself that you are horrible. See, I think of someone like your Evander Kane, who is horrible. Ryan Reeves. And refuses, there you go, and refuses to believe it, and must try to tell themselves every day they are horrible. Um, there's an obvious one here, but let's not go with the pun. Um, this one is a lovely man standing out in the middle of a field all by himself. And it says, keep panicking. <laughs> I hate it. See, all I can think of is, you know, aside from the panic, is uh, our friend Puka Cry. Jacob Yes. He definitely looks like he's panicking. All the time. This one is very strange. It's a picture of the desert. There's a road sign. It looks like your typical, like, yield, stop, whatever. Except it just has a picture of an alien head on it. And it says, in the middle of the desert, Although a wiener isn't a brother. or Although a wiener is a brother. A brother isn't necessarily a wiener. See, I'm thinking, like, TK and Notepad on that one. Mm-hmm. You're right, though. You're right. <laughs> This is a picture of a goldfish, a lone goldfish in a tank. That just says, before inspiration comes the slaughter. Nick Backstrom. There you go. Next one is a very deep sunset picture. Like it's almost night at the top of the, of the skyline and sunset along the horizon. And it says, if you want to get somewhere in life, you have to try to be de- dead. Is that also Nolan Patrick? <laughs> <laughs> it could very well be. 
I'm sorry, I um, made you laugh and also cough. <laughs> well, you know. Um, now, there are only certain hockeys that this might apply to, but I think the, they're they're out there somewhere. Being a full-time cat lady is 1% will to power. The rest is theater. I'm thinking maybe Dougie Hamilton. Yeah, or... Uh... Keith Yandel, who deeply enjoys Broadway. There you go. Um, the next one is a picture of an itty-bitty little French bulldog. And it says, never stop being weird. Holtby? There's weirder than him out there, aren't there? Are there? <laughs> there has to be. It's the entirety of the Washington Capitals. Well, yes. There you go. I like that better. Dude, all the shit they do in that tunnel... They're going to run out of time to get on the ice pretty soon. Listen, did you notice, like, like, I think the Chewbacca thing? I think Jonas is, like, fleeing. I think he's like, "Ah, I gotta get out of here. TJ's coming. Pretty much. Okay, here's one that, um, it's a, it's a descending, it's a picture that's looking down uh, a staircase, like, a staircase that just has a circle in the middle of it. So it's just sort of. A circle of descending stairs, and in the middle of it, it says, "Self-medication never ends." Todd Reardon. Well, self-medication, really? All right. How else do you think he's putting up with these kindergartners? That's true. Um, the next one is a rainbow over the skyline of New York that ends at the Empire State Building, underneath which it says, "Be mean, be a leader." Hank. It's Hank. <laughs> or Mika. It is. Could be Mika. No, it's Hank. It's Hank. Um, so do you want to get on to some listening listening questions, listener questions? What would it be like if I could talk? What would podcasting be like if I knew how to talk? Um, you know, it'd be nice if I even had a voice. But yes, let's move on to questions. Before you run out of voice. From JG. Do you wish the Leafs well? Have fans suffered a sufficient amount? I ask as a person who would rather watch the LFR videos when the Leafs lose, but Steve's dejection recently actually made me feel bad. Dude, I love Steve Dangle. This is widely known. I love angry Steve Dangle so fucking much. Um, it's, I mean, have the Leafs fans suffered enough? Yes, it's been since 1967. Like, they've had a shitty time of it. Um, do I wish them well? Sure. Will I regret that if they ever win a cup in my lifetime? Yes. I mean, not if it's not against us. <coughs> they'll still be ornery. I mean, they'll still be, like, you won't be able to escape them. Okay. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, from Screamlet. I can't remember if you tweeted about this, but Tarek had a Q&A on The Athletic, which we don't subscribe to, and posited a couple of times that Beloved Garnet was suspended three games because they didn't punish Brad's son enough. Sounds plausible. Also, fuck that JoJo hurting guy. Um, I think that's very plausible because looking back, how is licking someone different from spitting on someone? But also how The only answer to that has to be that if you lick someone, you like them. If you spit on someone, you're tending to injure them. Oh, I was going to say. It's the only thing that makes sense. I know. I lick people I like. I'm saying. From Screamlet. Also, my other question. What the fuck was this week? You know, a week ago was pretty what the fuck. But even in the week since then, still pretty what the fuck, dude. 
Oh yeah, the NHL has been pretty one to fuck since like since like the week before Thanksgiving. Yeah. Like, can the NHL get a grip for like five minutes? No, because the All Star Game's coming. Mm. I know. Um, also from Screamlit. Wait, one more thing. Austin still sucks, but man, this shady bitch. So the tweet that they referenced then was Matthews' impression of Keith. Keith. Sheldon Keith, the new coach of the Maple Leafs. Really passionate. He wants us to utilize our skill sets. He wants us to play free. And not that it's a free-for-all for everybody, but he wants us to compete and utilize the God-given talents we have. No reading between the lines required. And then yeah, no shit. Screamlet said, Keith wants us to utilize the God-given talents that we have. God-given talents! Yeah, how about? Yeah. Austin's a shady bitch. That that wasn't really a question. Just, like, making sure everyone knows Austin Matthews is a shady bitch. From Elizabeth Ann. As someone who has a bedtime routine, aromatherapy machine, weighted blanket, white noise specific, ASMR videos, ASMR. Uh, ASMR. Listen, was it you that was here with Melanie when I said it was Asmar? Yes. Listen, I it drives me nuts that you all expect me to say ASMR. It's Asmar. Sucks to your Asmar. Says every English major out there. Which hockey do you think has one as well? Oh, I'm sure Brayden Holby does. <laughs> no, Brayden Holtby doesn't. He has kids. <laughs> oh, that's true. They'd have to be single hockey. It's nobody who has kids, guys. <laughs> it just doesn't work that way. Do you think Tom Wilson has one? I don't know. Can you imagine Tom Wilson with... Just take a moment to imagine Tom Wilson with an aromatherapy machine. I mean, his girlfriend does live with him now. Um, she got. I'm sure there are steps she has to take to make that place less stinky. I bet that house used to smell like Axe body spray. Uh, or whatever the high-end version of Axe body spray is. CK1. <laughs> um, I don't even know if that's it, but that's what popped into my head. Um, that's not even high-end, really. Let's see. Um, no, it smelled like, first of all, it smelled like whatever kind of Yves Saint Laurent shit um, Adam Levine is hawking these days. And, um, I think it's just called why, but anyhow. I would like to say that TJ Oshie doesn't have a bedtime routine, but Lauren has all of those things. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, sure, because she's trying to sell all of those things to the public. Um, I'm trying to think of, like, maybe a non-caps hockey. You know who might? Whom's? Although... He has kids, but they're a little bit older, so he might be able to get away with it. Joe Thornton. Joe Thornton. He's like, look, I'm sick of all y'all. Joe Thornton looks it's like... It's my bedtime. Joe Thornton needs a weighted blanket. Joe Thornton right? can use an aromatherapy machine. I actually... Exactly. I, don't, I don't have a bedtime routine, but I do use a white noise machine, so... Well, no. I don't when I'm upstairs, but I've been having to sleep in the bat cave, and I need one. Because normally I just have an oscillating fan on, so I don't need a white noise machine. Yeah, that is your white noise. Um, yeah, but now you got to take care of the, the kuzia. Melanie will never come home. From Elizabeth Ann. Da fuck Bortuzzo. I mean, yes, we covered that. Yeah, no, he needs to get suspended 20 games and then the bullshit will stop. Um, will it, though? It's worked for Tom Wilson. 
I mean, also, but Tom Wilson is better at hockey and has other things to do. Tom Wilson's a good boy now. He makes good choices. Don't you prove me wrong, Tom. Dude, I've got Pam yelling, make good choices at the fucking Reading Royals. (laughs) I yelled that somewhere the other night. May have been at Tom, actually. No, it was not. Oh, no. It was at uh, Tampa Bay. Oh. And it was at Jonas Siegenthaler (laughs) and Evgeny Kuznetsov. Oh, that's right, because they started getting into some shit. Kuzi actually threw some punches. Yeah, well. Jonas just did some face washing and his helmet came off, which is pretty sexy. Next time, we will have our holiday extravaganza. Oh, shit. We got to fill a song. Which will just be us doing shots and singing an incredibly stupid song. We also have our holiday gift guide out, which you can find on our Twitter and on our website at PuckerUpHockey.com. We also have a discount code to BringHockeyBack.com for for anything under their standard issue section. You get a 12% discount using the code PuckerUp. Yay! And we love them. They've got some really great stuff right now. Um, then after next episode, we will be on our holiday hi- holiday <laughs> holiday hiatus. God, I can't talk. We'll be on our holiday hiatus until uh, January, uh, during which time I am going to the Winter Classic. That's right. It's going to be my first Winter Classic, Amy. Oh, yeah. See, I've been there and done that. Um, but not like in Dallas. Shit's gonna get wild. Dude, you, I can't wait to see all the pictures and the reports and things. I'm getting a light up green sequin cowboy hat, bitch. Light up? Yeah, I thought up. we're just going with this. Oh, no. Damn, girl. It's got, a, it's got lights. You can message us on Twitter at Pucker Up Podcast. Email us at PuckerUpPod at gmail.com. And you can visit our website at PuckerUpHockey.com. We also have a Patreon at patreon.com slash puckeruppodcast, and we are on Instagram. Hooray! At puckeruppod. Hopefully the next time we do this, you'll be able to hear me more clearly. Yeah, Amy will be free of the crud, and I will not have my jaw aching. It's It hurts so much now from talking. <laughs> so, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for listening on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud. You make the world go round. Even if some of us sound like Kathleen Turner. Yes. And we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Bye. Bye.